Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Tuesday Testimony with Queen Mo. I am your girl, Queen Mo, owner of shopmolavish.com and also YouTube influencer. And my channel is Monique Lynette. I am so excited to be back with another episode of Tuesday Testimony. You guys know this is my faith without work is dead. So this is my work for the kingdom. Um, I love doing this. It just makes my heart, my soul, just everything uh, happy and feel joyful and excited. So today I'm going to be coming with another guest. Her name is Shelly Singleton. If you have been keeping up with Tuesday Testimony with Queen Mo on our Facebook page, when I was going live every Tuesday before I converted this to a podcast, Shelly has been on the show. She spoke about grief and she is one of my prayer sisters, my prayer warriors. We met in a prayer group and her energy and her New Orleans Southern swang and Nola baby is just so captivating she's so loving she's so supportive um to all her friends and her family and she i'm so excited to have her and for her to take time out of her day to give her testimony so tonight or today depending on when you're listening we're going to be speaking about grief um her and i connect both of us lost our mother she lost her father as well um so she's going to give her awesome testimony as to how she overcame grief and how it actually brought her closer to god and give her a christian testimony if you guys are listening on apple facebook podcast google podcast whatever stream you're listening on please remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode every tuesday leave a comment and share thank you guys so much and let's get right into this episode heavenly father we just thank you today for this fellowship god we thank you for using us for choosing us for god to do your plans and and your purpose today lord jesus as we go on this on this podcast god i ask that you open up every heart every mind body soul and spirit and every ear to hear what you want us to talk about i ask that you anoint this podcast god where you would get the glory lord not us lord jesus and your will be done god and we just thank you for allowing us this chance to come through, God, and we ask that you show up and show out as the God we know you to be, and we're just so grateful and humble, and thank you, and we pray that anyone that's here, north, east, south, the west, let them get something out of this. Let them take away what you've been trying to um, get them to understand and see, Lord Jesus, and let the joy of the Lord be our strength on this. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen and amen. I am here with the wonderful, vivacious, loving, supportive sister circle that I have, Miss Shelly Singleton. I am so excited to have her on the show and you guys to hear her testimony and just fall in love with her the way I have. So thank you so much, Shelly, for that opening prayer. And thank you so much for joining Tuesday Testimony. Girl, you're welcome. It's a pleasure always to do God works no matter what it is. Yes, yes, yes. So today we are going to speak about grief 
and how God comes into our life with grief, how he helps us through the process and how we just learn from grief sometime and become stronger and even better and still give God the glory at the end of the day. So I'm so excited to do this with Shelly. We have recorded this before on a live, um, but we're bringing it back to y'all for the Tuesday Testimony Podcast so that our new listeners can hear and everything. So, Shelly, I just want to thank you again for coming here. you welcome. And giving us your time and giving us your time. So I'm going to start off with um, how were you before you gave your life to Christ? God, I was out there. <laughs> I was out there. They couldn't find me with a flashlight, girl. I was out there, and you know, <laughs> I was, I was being a Shelly. <laughs> I was being a Shelly that my flesh wanted to be in the world of. Um, before I came to Christ, and when I came to Christ, you know, all that, you know, the real me came out. You know, and 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 trust me, I still give my father hell sometimes because that's me. I mean, he made me unique. He gave me this attitude, the the smattitude. He gave me all that, my mouth, all that. And you know, sometimes I have to worry wonder myself. Well, well, you say you don't make no mistake, law, so I guess I'm good. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> so oh I God. I was a I was a jitty mess then. I'm just a jitty mess now with a father. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't perfect, y'all. So God still working with me, y'all. <laughs> y'all hear why I have to bring my boo on? Did you hear? Why? This is why I needed her here. I needed that Shelly sauce, and so. Shelly, what was it that made you want to fully commit and give your life to Christ? Um, going down the dark paths that I went through um, mm-hmm. as a child and, and you know, seeing so much. And, and you know, I, I felt like I was, I was so far down. So that's the only thing I could do is look up. Yeah. Look up and reach for something, somebody, anybody to help me, to understand me, to be there for me. And Jesus happened to be the one that pulled me. Yes. Yes. And so today we're going to talk about grief. So what was, I would say that, um, no, I'm not going to say that. What was one of the most difficult times you had in life that God helped you through? Oh, are we speaking on the the thing on grief or just period? I no, we can just say this one in general. <laughs> okay, this one in general was um, being molested as a child. Mm. That was the biggest, darkest thing that happened. And following that was the death of my mother and father. Wow, okay. And I, when... Oh, go ahead, because what? Oh, I was going to say, and when do you feel like you first encountered, like, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, during that time? Like, how was it to feel, or how did you feel about it? Because I don't want to put words in your mouth. Well, as a child, I remember I was 10 years old, and y'all don't use this against me because you're hearing this now. Because I'm going to deny everything. But anyway, um, I was a (laughs) child. I was a child, and I remember, like I said, I was going through um a lot of things and I was in a restroom 
And well, my mom, she always brought us up at church. We heard about Jesus from since we could, I can remember, you know, going to church with pad leather shoes, a little purse, a little the little body socks and stuff. We was always at church. My mom was up there and she had us with us. And I and I remember her reading the Bible every morning. Cause Mom, what you doing? You know, I'm reading the Bible, girl. I got to cover my children. But then, you know, as a child, I didn't know she was planting them seeds. She was planting them seeds. And I didn't know, but um, I remember I was in a restroom and I was crying about something. And they had this figure came on the wall and he was on a cross. I saw the thorns. I saw him wrapped up, and only he said, all this I did for you. I ran out that bathroom screaming like somebody was choking me. I'm like, oh, my God, they got somebody in the bathroom with me. Jesus, oh, Lord. And that was Jesus. Because, I, I, you know, back then, you don't know. As a child, you hear, but in your mind, you never experienced it. So as I got older, you know, I remember I was laying in the bed, and something was holding me down. And it had this, this entity that was in the corner of my, in my room. And I couldn't scream. I couldn't do anything. And I was crying so hard. And I remember closing my eyes and just saying, yes, Jesus loved me. And when I tell you, I broke loose and I screamed. The scream that I was really screaming came out loud. And my mama ran in there. And it's just like, and I told her what happened. And I'm so thankful I have a mother that ain't say, girl, you crazy. Go back to bed. No, she understood and she knew. So, you know, that was the ruin of me. And as I got older, you know, like I said, I uh, I got baptized and I gave my life. Because when you look at this world and what you're going through, you'd have gone down so far. Up is the only way to go. and overcome the difficulty, the difficult times you had? Or are you still working through the difficult times that you had with Jesus? You always working through difficult times because the Bible tells you you're going to go through stuff. Yeah. Because Jesus went through stuff too. But, you know, me and JC, we think of Steve. Like I say, that's my brother living down under. <laughs> Ain't no life without him. Yes. So yeah. the only thing that's different, not that things not going to happen, but mm -hmm. the thing is that you have somebody at your side helping you through the whole step of the way. Definitely. The pain even, the pain always be there, but it's that comforter that he gives us to help us through. It's that, it's that love, that embrace when nobody else be there or, you know what I'm encouraging words when nobody has to encourage you. So yeah, it's definitely always that change with him. You know, a lot of people think that when you got baptized and coming to Christ, that it's supposed to be this perfect thing. The only thing right. perfect is him. And and we have a God that's so loving that he gave us the Holy Spirit because he already conquered everything we're going through. Yes. So he know what to do and when to do it and how to do it. So, you know, yeah, it's 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 way better with him. Because being alone, oh, my God. Yes. Having that feeling of just you think that um you're going through everything alone. He's not there. There's nobody else 
there that can relate. Everything seems so dark. I remember going through that when I lost my mom. It was like for me and her, we would just talk and it would just be natural and it would just be easy. And we just sit and just talk and laugh like all day long, like literally. So when she left, it's like I felt like nobody on this earth was going to understand me again. Mm -hmm. Nobody I would be able to look across the room and we see something and just bust out laughing from across the room, you know, or I can answer the phone. Hello. And she say something wrong. What's going on? I can just, you know, I never thought I was going to have that connection again. So it does feel lonely. And then at the same time, I felt like God let me down. You know, we mm-hmm. spoke about this last week when you were saying, you know, was it a time that you was angry with him? And I was. So I was just like, nobody else is going to understand me. I prayed and I asked for him to save my mama. He let my mama go. Everybody wanted her to, you know, Monique, just let it go. I was getting calls like, you know, I don't think she's going to pull out this time. And I was like, no, God is going to come through for me. Like, he's going to come through. He always answers my prayers. Like, I know he's going to let me down. And when I got that call, it was just like a breakup with him it was just like i'm not praying about nothing no more i'm not doing nothing no more like i don't have faith like you took the one thing that i had on this earth and my father didn't live with us he didn't raise us my mom was our father you know uncle auntie everything all in one to me and my sister so i was just like I gave up on faith. I gave up on feeling like he had my back. And then on top of that, the number one person, my my mountain, my rock that I saw daily was gone. You know what the trick to that, Mo, that God showed me? It was him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Even with your mom, it was him. Yes. It, never, it never was our parents. It was him even through them. Yes. And yeah. the thing is, when when that part leave, we so fixated on the natural parents and the natural things, and we never saw it was him the whole time. Yeah. So really, and sometimes we ask for peace for that person, and maybe that just might be the peace they need. Yes. And, and I we, know for my mom, we, I know for my mom, she was telling me the last few weeks, I was like, you got to pull through and you got to be strong. And she was like, I'm tired. That's all she had to say was, I'm tired. Usually, you know, it would be something else she would come back with. And she was just, she was tired. She was in so much pain and so much pain. The pain medicine couldn't help. Once they put pain medicine in, you got to wait for it to kick in. But you already at your highest level of pain. Mm-hmm. So but you know, it's she she way. went through that pain, but you never know what her relationship was with God. Mm-hmm. Did she even tell God, look, I'm tired, I'm ready? And you praying for her to stay, and she might be praying for it to end so he could she could go home. I believe so, so. That's that double standard that we don't understand. That selfishness that we want that person as well. Girl, you know God got some spiral breasts. Come on now. <laughs> he know he know we saw spiral breasts. He well, that's what I was saying last time. <laughs> like, because every time I prayed for something, he gave it to me. 
Girl, you be like, I be, I'm trying to dump the surprise because you know you made me. So you know what the outcome was going to be. So, you know, let's work through it now. Let's work through we it now. created this <laughs> Every time it was, hey, Lord, I want to go to school. Yeah. He blessed me with this. He blessed me. He always went before me and made a way. Yeah. And so with that, I was like, huh. And I look back now, I was like, dang, that was so selfish. Yeah, like, that was so selfish of me. Even when I remember she passed that week, and the um, CNA, I think a week before she went in the hospital for the last time, her other toe had started to um, turn green or turn red on her other leg, and they had already amputated the one leg. Mm. So the lady said, aren't you in pain? Why didn't you say anything? And I had, she passed in March. And so I got married December on Christmas Eve. I had got married. And so I remember us going out to eat. Like we had all these gift cards and stuff. And she was like, go, you know, I'll watch Kendall. And she would just lay in the bed and my son, my um, son would sit there and just talk to her and this, this and that. And so I would, my way to go in and grieve, I would go cry in the shower because I didn't want to upset at the time mm-hmm. my husband and upset my son because he, you know, he was seven and he lost his grandma. So he was just like devastated. So I remember being in the shower, like I want my mom bad, like why she had to go. And then I thought, wow, she set up there in pain just so we could go out you know, and celebrate our stuff, like didn't even make a sound about it, had been hoping the CNA had never said anything about her toe because she knew what was wrong with her toe. And she knew she was, you know, way, way more, she needed way more medical attention than she was getting, but she wanted to have those last few weeks with us. And that's it. We, we don't know you know, like I say, we are selfish because we all have this flesh. And you say something about crying in the shower, girl. Yeah, I done cried in the shower so much. I didn't know if I was taking a bath with the right water on my tears. I was like, oh, <laughs> girl, it was rolling down with the water. I'm like, whew, thank you for the wash, though. Girl, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, real. but, yeah, I, girl, I taught my room when my mom died. Girl, I told that room up like I was the home. I was like, Whoa. you... I said, you did this. You did this to us. But it was that peace. It was like he was holding me in restraint and keeping me, you know, calm. And then I just fell to the floor. And I just said, I am so sorry. Like, you could slap me with hand blood right now. But you love me. Even though I I just went off on you. But, you know, you understood. See, Jesus even wept for Lazarus. That was his best friend. That was his homie. So he know how it feel. He know how grief feel. And that's what we as Christians need to understand. Jesus know. We act like he don't know. But he know. He know. And I think sometimes it too would be our pride. You know, us feeling Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm not going to go to God with this. I can handle it on my own. Your ego starts telling you, okay, you don't need to pray. You don't need to bother him. He can handle it. He can handle yeah. all that, but sometimes we get so, you know, caught up in our ego and our pride. Like, I'm not going to go to God about every little thing. That's what he wants us to do. Mm-hmm. It says it in the word. He wants you to pray and petition about everything. Girl, Walmart sent me the wrong cereal. I was at God's doorstep. You see this? 
That is not right. <laughs> I go to hear about everything now, girl. I'm at him at, and it's good. To, I have my little prayer, my prayer closet, which is my restroom. Mm-hmm. And that's the time that I go and talk to him. And the testimony I was telling you about is um, last week, we got like three phone calls back to back. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them was my kid's dad, uh, fiance, saying he couldn't breathe. They had to rush him to the hospital. Oh, wow. Then my daughter called, is my, I'm having chest pain. I have to bring her to the hospital. Then my stepmom, we had to rush her to the hospital because she was septic and her heart rate was so faint. We like to lost her. But out of all this was going on at one time, I went in my prayer car. I said, okay, Lord, this is something I probably need to go through. I don't know. I, I really don't care at this point. All I knew is what you promised in your word. Yes. And you promised me that you was not only going to supply my needs, but you was going to be there. And you, 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 you know, you don't fail. Mm-hmm. We can't believe God here and don't believe him there. Right. And that's what we do. We we fail to believe that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So what I told him was, I say, I don't much want to know why I'm going through this. I just know I want you to get the glory. I want your will to be done. Yes. And I want them to come home. If it's your will, which I know it is, God, because you don't want to see us like this. You don't want to see us unhappy. You don't want to even see us grieve. God yes. grieves. God grieves when we grieve. Yes, he does. Because he's such a true father like that. Like I said, our parents was firm on us, girl. God did this. Yeah. God, God, I mean, they was, and a lot of people, it's, it's so surreal for their minds to realize that, they were sperm on us. God is the true father. And the same, I, I agree. I totally agree. And I feel the same way for our children too. Sometimes we hover over our children and I'm not saying you're not supposed to be concerned and you're not supposed to be, you know, in their day-to-day lives. But at the end of the day, when we had them, they're yeah. children of God. Yeah. Like they- he has the say so he has their testimony he has their assignment he already made that before they came here so sometimes as parents we get so stressed out like i want my child to do this and i want him to do that you can't control what other people do no i have an 18 year old now he's out he got his own place he lives with he didn't listen to nothing we said but that doesn't mean that god is not directing his path to where mm-hmm. he wanted him to go in life. I truly believe he had to go his own way in yep. order for God to mold him and shape him into the man that he wants him to be. And he talks to me sometimes, and mom, I talk to God so much now. Goodness, I ain't, I ain't never used to pray that much. Like <laughs> they don't know, like we know that we have we have to call on and shoot. Yeah, because I would tell you, can you better pray? You guys better pray. If I'm not here, y'all only got each other and God. That's right. That's right. I told my children, I said, look, God is your best friend. 
Mm-hmm. And don't don't never love mom or, or anybody more than you love God. Mm-hmm. I say because I'm just a, a, a chosen vessel that he chose to take care of y'all to y'all of age. And, you know, just to let y'all know, y'all going to go through trials and tribulation. Yeah. Don't call on mom. Call on Jesus. <laughs> call on Jesus. When you when you need that repair, you better call on Jesus. I said, did and they called us for stuff. I'm like, did we tell you call on Jesus? What, what you doing? Okay. Did you did you talk to God first? Nah, yeah, he got a number. You want his number? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now I want one help. The battery is still gonna answer. Put your phone down. <laughs> Girl, your I'm phone. telling you, it it just don't pays to be upset no more. Right. Once and you, you find out and understand that per- his purpose, yeah, like how he his order of how he wants things done, yeah. then you'll understand. Yep. It's so true. And that's why he just wants us to be obedient. He just wants us to be obedient and be mm-hmm. faithful. Listen to the word. I gave y'all the word. I gave y'all the map. Just yep. walk to it. And what we do as Christians and what we've programmed ourselves and you know through the prayer group that you know, we met each other and helped us condition that prayer group. I always say helped me so much because it helped me not go into my first response as to be upset and, and act in my flesh, but to use my spiritual weapons now to go into when people say, well, you can do nice pray. No, the first thing I do now is pray. And that's powerful. And that's everything. I don't know what else y'all supposed to do after that. But I hear people say, well, we can do nice pray. What, mm-hmm. you what, what was your tool? What were you using before? We that? just have our blind moments, girl. I mean, but don't get me wrong, Mo. Sometimes we, we go natural first. And sometimes I have to, the Holy Spirit had to smack me back in the red. Like, what are you doing? Yo, you got a father you could go to? I'm like, oh, yeah, let me go in here and, and drop go the line. Glory to God for that because. Mm. It was a time that we were just in our flesh and we yeah. thought that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it was. It didn't feel unnatural to us. Our natural reaction was to be the flesh. Yeah. Even now, when we go into the flesh, like, hold on, back up, back up. I'm not, let me get this to my God. Let me get I'm not there. doing this. Yeah. They're they not going to get that. You're not going to mess up all the work I've been doing on me and I done did my devotionals and prayer time to be out here acting the donkey with you in this field or out here in these streets. I'm not going to do it. I just spent 30 minutes reading the Bible. Let me back up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be saying, God, you better shake the words at me quick because uh, I'm losing here. Okay. You know, somebody about to get their issue. I mean, I know that what you want. I'm like, God, turn your head one minute. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do that. But anyway, no. I'm just saying. You know, we know now we see now that words are so powerful. That's why he made sure the disciples wrote down what he wanted them to write down. You know, yeah. left in those three years. It was the words. So when we use our words in reverse, yeah, we're giving it to that person, but we undoing all the good stuff we just did. But we got to understand too, Mo, they they probably not in the same place we are. And so they're not going to get it. They're not, because they didn't receive what, Jesus. So they're not going to receive nothing spiritual if you ain't you you haven't went through that step of receiving Christ and get baptized yeah. and receiving it. You're not going to receive what I say. So now I have to ask God to help me deal with you in the natural, 
so it could end up spiritual. And when the way ending up spiritual is, you know, that that praying with them and praying for them and leading them to Christ and planting them seeds, you know, God don't let, he don't waste no pain. Trust me, he don't. That's right. Because when my kids get me, I said, you won't be like them Israelites that was in that dang old thing, keep up. You gonna be up. <laughs> you gonna be waiting for months and months and months. Girl, them Israelites <laughs> acted a fool. I said, I know I used to act a fool in the streets, but them Israelites, baby, they took the cake. Girl, don't that remind you us of us? How yes, we used look. to be out there in the world? So we, I mean, God was right. I mean, even God was shaking his head like, "Look, I done done all. I done gave y'all everything. Y'all still acting like that." Oh my they didn't even have to pick the fields. God was laying the food out there for them. Baby, they don't want that food no more. They was tired. They want to go back to being a slave because they had better food options over in Egypt. Mm-mm-mm. But then we yeah. can't judge because we was the same way. That's what I'm saying. We was the same way. I mean, God just put it yeah. right there in our face. And we just look the other way. See, the one thing I've, I've God allowed me to realize is and that's what I was gonna when we you. pray, when we pray, when we pray, not to want it done our way. We still don't understand. We still trying to look for it our way. So we still in the flesh because we look. We we oh God, give it a call. We looking for it this way, and this is how I want you to do it, God, and this is the way it need to be done. And God do it the other way, and we get mad. Like you've been to miss it. He done done it. You you miss it because you over here looking for yep. this, and he <laughs> gave us a big better. Well, I wanted that. It's not about yep. what you want. It's about what he want and what he want to bless you with. Yes, and what so, you need yeah. sometimes over what you actually want. You exactly. might want this BMW. Or Mercedes, but what he has along the lines for you two or three years along the lines don't require Nissan, it's gonna require a Toyota because you're not gonna care about how you look in the car. You're gonna be worried about what's in your savings account, how your credit score, mm-hmm. how you got money to invest now into a business or to invest into other things instead of being flashy. So sometimes he give us what we need instead of what we want. Yeah, he do, but he does give us because I remember. Last month, uh, my account went into a negative three hundred and some dollars more. Dang! Oh, it was a ripple effect. One, them banks ain't no joke. They give you a thirty-five dollar charge if you twenty-five cents short. Yes. Somebody gotta do something about that, girl. I say, God, you see this? Anywho, my account was negative, and it it surpasses what I was bringing in. So I say, God, it's going to hurt me if I can't pay my tithes. I say, because that's my obedience. And right. if I can't pay my tithes, I was literally in tears. I say, that's really going to hurt me. I said, you got to turn this around. You got to intervene. You yes. got to make my account positive. And the thing about it is, I got the red, white, and blue card. Hallelujah. Anyway. <laughs> 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 I got the red, white, and blue call, yo. And you know, Denny Halloween, we want to take 170. For what? I can't afford 170. And I said, okay, you know what? 
I ain't even fussed. I just went in there, in there and so got the whole situation. Yeah. And I left it, but I I thanked them in advance for it. Yeah. Because I knew he was going to do so. I said, I don't know what you got up your sleeve, but I know you got something. Woo. And the thing about it is, girl, the day the day came in. Now they were supposed to take the one seventy, and they didn't. Wow. Because when I went to get the help financially. Mm-hmm. Um, because you could get help where they could pay the, the premium for you if you can't. They told me it was gonna be three months. Now that wasn't three months, that was the next month. Wow. So I was able to pay my tithes and offering and I had a positive. Oh wow. Now Great tell God. me that was a girl, God, girl. I was in there dancing. Yay! I was break dancing and everything. Don't you do it? Mm-mm, yes, you will. And, and exceeding, exceedingly above, above whatever we can ask for. He just sometimes be like, oh, my God. Like, God, I was praying for this, and you did this and that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I I don't even be excited no more. I just be, I knew, I knew, you the man, you the man. <laughs> and that was what I was going to ask you, but you answered it. What are the three things? And I just wanted to um, pin right there when you said, thank him in advance and i believe sometimes people don't understand you have so much negative self-talk and if you speak that out into negativity that's what you're going to always receive back but saying thank you in advance is that's your faith moving you already know god is going to do you already know your father is going to do it and you move and he loves that that has been a life changer for me. I used to always, oh, I'm deep bro. I work for this county. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna always be paycheck to paycheck. And I remember paying off um this payday loan, and I would go in there every Saturday. You know, he had to get the money on Friday, pay them on Friday, and run back. If don't nobody ever know, they ain't never get no payday loan. You gotta pay them their money mm-hmm. Friday from the week you asked for before. And yep. then turn around and go in there Saturday, 24 hours after, and then get your money back. Mind you, I think Mm-mm. you paid them $50 every time. So you're losing money every paycheck with this. Mm-hmm. And so I remember, I think it was the last three times, and I had started putting my ties on auto pay. I was like, this year, I'm going to put it on auto pay. I'm not going to spend my money and then give God what I got left. You know, give him $20, take him 30 God know my heart. Yeah, he know your heart, but you ain't moving ahead. You ain't getting what you need because you're not, you know, getting giving the church and the kingdom what they need or what he requires. Mm-hmm. What people do with that money, when they get it, what the church do with their money, has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with my walk with faith. But you shouldn't be yep. somewhere if you don't believe that they're doing the right thing anyway. Find the right one. <laughs> if it's your money. Whoop, whoop. Yep. <laughs> find the right one. But the thing is, I remember the last three Saturdays, I remember standing by my truck and I was like, Lord, thank you in advance. I know one day I'm never going to have to do this again. Mm-hmm. Last mm-hmm. time I do this again. And honey, I will be out there. I wasn't even a hard praying woman like I am today. I would just be like, thank you in advance. And I remember watching this um, video and they was talking about manifestation and then um Lisa Nichols on The Secret. And The Secret is all about just putting it out there, manifesting. But it helped me too with my Christian life going, I'm not putting it out to the universe. I'm talking to my God. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to 
about what it is that I need him to do for my life and what I'm believing for him to do for my mm. life because I know the promises. Yeah. So say thank you in advance and thank you in advance and you know thank you in advance and I would just go in there and sometimes they would have the nastiest attitude the most rudest people be in there I've seen almost fight start I've seen <laughs> domestic arguments just like anything and half the time I was in there with my child and I was like it's not even paying the back it's just having to deal you know yeah or of people they just we just especially our community we don't know better because the financial stuff was not taught to us we no. really work hard and paycheck to paycheck mm -hmm. so i remember saying it the last three times and then i ended up getting money out of somewhere and i ran to go pay that was the first thing i wanted to do was pay that off and get out of debt and glory to god it's been two years since i've been just debt free with the payday loans two years since i actually been debt free i just have my student loans but that was the first step of me saying thank you in advance really seeing it move financially and really like starting to get my financial iq up and reading books and just okay i know it's another way lord show me what i need to read show me what i need to walk into you know show me what i need to do and they would call me so it was so funny like they would call like every three months like you sure you don't need no did i come to you no i need nothing girl you know the devil don't want you oh he always trying to great i mean think about it more if god sees all and know all he already know what you need yes. he's just waiting on you to activate it with your faith yes but even though you wasn't a praying woman he yeah. said all you needed was a mustard grain seed of faith. Yes, yes. And so now I don't go to him and pray for anything. I say, now I know you see what's going on. <laughs> you see, you see everything. Nothing don't get past your heavenly clouds up there. So um, you know what? I'ma just start thanking you for it's about to happen. That's all. Yes. That's all. Yeah. I'ma just thank you that it's going to happen. Um, and I'm learning that tomorrow, you know, today got its own problems and stuff. I, and that's what we do. We worry about this day, next month, next week, next year. We're one day at a time. Yes. Because yes. it could be gone. You know, so many people fight for things that we take for granted. Yeah. You know, and sometimes we, we don't live in the present. Sometimes we don't. we're not in the in the day. Enjoy the day. Like you said, exactly. it's so trouble in the day, but enjoy the day. Enjoy the high. Enjoy the lows. Sometimes we're not even in that day. We're worried about the next week. We're worried about two weeks from now. We're worried about next month. Some people sit and worry about next year. We can't yeah. even get out of next year. Mm -hmm. We didn't even get out of this year. We're not even halfway through, but you're worrying about 2023. I ain't worried about 2023. I'm worried about the day. I'm worried about if I'm doing his will right today, mm -hmm. if I'm lining up with his word today. Yes. Because it could be gone in the blink of an eye. And my mom always told me this word, everybody got to leave this earth. It's not that you're going to leave this earth. It's how you're going to leave it. Right. Are you going to leave it whining, kicking, and screaming? Mm -hmm. Are you going to go out? We only have one job, yo. We 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 don't have that much to really do it, but we as people, like you said, the enemy got our minds so cloudy 
And God showed me I was trying to keep up with being so right and so perfect with him. And he just not looking for, he not looking for perfection. He looking for availability. He looking for willingness. He yeah. looking for you taking on that, the, the, the challenge that he wants you to take on. And we don't even have to do it that much because he didn't gave us everything we need. He ain't put us out there on the rack by ourselves and watch us float looking crazy. Exactly. Give us what we need for every time. And now tell me if I'm wrong. Before our parents died, things was coming up. Things was coming up. People coming up telling us things, praying yeah. with us, telling us words, the very words that help us in our journey at that time. Yeah. So he really prepared us. We just don't see what's going on. We choose not to take it in. We we don't see because like I say, we try to figure God out in the natural. He's spiritual. Yes. yes. He's definitely not natural. Nope. He uses the things of this world, but he's not natural. And we, we choose to only want to call him when times get tough. We don't even want to thank, we can't even say thank you for the piece of bread we got or the hot dog that was so good. Mm -hmm. We don't, we yeah. don't even say, so many people don't say they blessings no more. So many people don't pray. No, so yeah. many people just get up and say, Lord, thank you for blessing me with life. The okay. little things. So true. <laughs> what would you um, like people to know about being a Christian? We touched well, on it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, being a Christian ain't being perfect, y'all. I tell you yes. that much. You still the same person, but you the same person with a Jesus attitude. That's all I can say. Yes. You you walk with a Jesus attitude. You walk with an attitude of, like Jesus did. You walk with that that because he he walked in faith. He didn't yeah. walk by sight. Because see this stuff here that we looking at, this gonna this gonna disappear. Yeah, he he is forever. You so, know, we got so many people that just what are you gonna lose when you when you trust God? Right, if you gaining more than what you're losing, people don't understand that. You definitely are. You gaining you gaining so much, and a lot of people. Well, my my mom died, and he didn't say that he. How you know his will wasn't done? Yeah. How you know he didn't do? What he was supposed was what what he did. He don't take. He don't care people. Let's get that straight. Mm -hmm. He don't. He be there. He help you do it. Yes. He comfort you. Cause I had a um my best friend like my little sister more. That's why, you know, when I met you, it was like cause I was like God. When that when she died, my heart just broke. I said I don't I don't, I know. Losing her was like a little sister. Then I met you. Oh. And it was like I had a little sister all over again. And and it, but you know, I got a picture on my wall. And you know, like I say, it's a time and a place for everything, a time for life and a time for death. And yeah. we got to understand that nobody lived forever. Everybody got a time that they gotta leave. Yes. And they going home if they're in the right place. 
a lot of the pastors say, oh, well, they're going to, uh, uh, we can't always say this now. Yeah. And it's too deep to understand that. If you didn't have that walk, if you didn't receive Christ, and some people receive him on his deathbed and still get received by Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And, and we so focused worrying what Pookie and them doing and what they have and what we don't have and all. We, we got souls to save. Yeah, our children, our our family members. Mm -hmm. You don't want to go up there and see them go somewhere else. Yeah, you know. So, being a Christian is the best thing. I mean, because it's like you have that support twenty four seven eleven thirteen. Yes. And I, I was gonna say that too. I was gonna say it's more freedom for me. Because I'm an overthinker. And it used to, you know, I think a lot of people sometimes they can't understand the Christian life or can't walk into the faith. One, because it's not revealed to them. Because mm -hmm. they're not seeking them. But two, I feel like everything has to be rationalized with them. Everything has to make sense. Everything, your your head got to connect. And it doesn't. It's a feeling. It's faith. It's, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the anointing. But it's freeing for me because I know I don't have to tackle everything on my own. If it's a problem, mm -hmm. I don't have to go fix it. I used to be misfixed. Where the fire? I'm there with the fire hose trying to put the fire out here, put the fire out there. I would tend to everybody, but what I need to have going on with me. And so for me, choosing this life and getting off the fence and committing fully, it's like, it's freedom. We won. Freedom here on We Earth. won. Like, I can't control everything that's going on. I can pray mm -mm. about it. I know if something is shaking me up or rattling my spirit too much, I need to go pray about it because I got to move on to the next assignment. I got to do kingdom business. We are the winning team, Mo. Yeah. Being a Christian is being on the winning team. It is. And I mean, it's it's a feeling. It's a feeling knowing. You know, I always say this. I could be driving. I feel Jesus on the side of me. I could be mm -hmm. walking. I feel him with me. I could be lost. And he'll say, go left and go right. And, and for mm -hmm. sure, I, end up with, I can be in a whole nother city, whole nother state. Go this way, Monique. Go that way, this, this, and that. It's been times where we've been somewhere and been in a car and nobody navigation system was working. We just leaving the airport, but mine will work. It'll just pop up. And it ain't because of the service. Because sometimes mm -hmm. I start messed up too. But I've learned to incorporate him in everything that I do. Before I take yeah. off somewhere, let me do the prayer of travel. Let me pray over mm -hmm. my food. Let me do all this stuff. Sometimes I even fast before I even go somewhere to, to make sure I can hear what's going on to make sure I can watch out and see danger and look around from danger, but still enjoy myself. Oh yeah. Here for, I'm, I'm not going to go out of town and go travel and, and still be worried. Oh my God, it's COVID. Oh my God, it's crazy people. Oh my God, it's this, this, and that. You got to get that praying spirit. When you learn to just, Hey, let me let go. God got me. Whatever's for me is going to be for me. Girl, don't we act like the Pharisees when we need Jesus to show us that he's real instead of believing? Yes. I got to see you, Lord. I got to see you move in order to believe after. That's yeah. what we're doing. Even the disciples. We just saw you die. How you back here? How you rose three days? Show us I know. where they pierced you. Like that. But that's the same power in us. 
Mm-hmm. People don't realize that's the same power in us. We 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 put yeah. Jesus on this 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 back burner on the shelf <laughs> like a toy we want to take down and um use and play with when we want to and get mad because he don't dance the way we want him to dance or do what we yeah. want him to do. He, we're not helping him, he's helping us. Hello. <laughs> Dude. Girl, I well, let me tell you something. He'll find somebody else willing to do it. Let me tell you this deep testimony. I was, you know, I had fear of driving in rain because I had so many accidents. Yeah. And I remember I was in a, it was storming. Visibility was so bad. And I said, okay, Lord. I said, I know you got me. We're going to do this. We got this. You got me. You got me. All right. Good. All right. Let's go. So I took all driving, girl. When I tell you more, I've never saw nothing like this. Wow. He put a vision in front of me like the day was sunny, like it wasn't wow. even raining. And it's like I was in this tunnel vision Ooh. and I'm driving and it was so sunny. I saw the birds and, and I'm smiling down, singing praise and worship, girl, and everything. Wow. And, and, and so the Holy Spirit, hey, you got you got to get off. I'm like, oh, wait, girl, I didn't when I came to reality. That storm was right there. And I oh say, okay, Lord, so that's how it be. That's how it is, huh? Yes. That's how it is. And I tell people that story, and they think, I, and I'm so serious. I was so at peace. Oh, my God, I was at peace. Oh, yeah. And that's another thing. Being a Christian, you have that peace, like you say. Yeah. In the midst of a storm, you have that peace. And God showed me, even though we have all this around me, because this I don't know if you ever had recurrent dreams before. I had just one recurrent dream where it had tornadoes and wars and and cars falling into the ground and the fire. And I was walking through it Mm. and nothing was touching me. But I was walking through it and it just was happening all around me. Tornadoes, tidal waves, but nothing came my way i didn't even fall in none of the holes that the stuff was happening people were screaming help me and i was trying to help them but that was just so deep for me mo yeah because he was showing you're gonna see it with your eyes but it's not gonna touch you amen it's not gonna touch you so what was your takeaway mo what what, what's your three things about being a christian i mean you was coming with some of them but what was your three things? Um, I would say thanking him in advance. That really yeah. opened my eyes to to know that, okay, I can walk in faith. And when I walk in faith, he sees that I'm being obedient. And as I'm walking in faith, and, and the biggest thing for me, too, was paying my ties, like putting my ties on automatic. Because I would just be on the fence. Like, it just, I would just do what I need to do, show up to church. But I would still just give how much or pray every now and then or you know may go to the club or I may go do this other stuff that I know I don't want to do and then still show up to church so for me it was just like choosing him picking him and making him priority every day not just on mm-hmm. Sunday not just on Sunday and I think that's a big thing as Christians I would say always make sure you're daily daily prepared make sure you put on your full armor because yep. we'll have our closest family members we'll have our closest friends come at us and judge us because you're christian because you're christian you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't dress like this or you shouldn't say this or you shouldn't you know and you've got to like you said 
not think that you're perfect. You cannot be perfect for him. Nobody was perfect but Jesus. So if I want to do something now, if I feel that I want to do something, I don't worry about what nobody say anymore. My little sister was big on that. She was like, live your life. You know what you're doing. You know how you're mm -hmm. living your life and you know the work that you're doing. Don't you worry about what these people saying. That's right. Keep going. Keep doing it because all of it is a distraction. The enemy going to come out. I remember my pastor, Reverend Davis, um, here at Hilltop and Revere, he would say, you want people to call you? Open the Bible and start reading. <laughs> they going to come out the wood where baby ex-boyfriends, ex used to be friends, honey. Yep. The current people, other people, you are playing dodgeball all day long, physically, emotionally, spiritually. You're dodging everything to distract you because once you start putting him in your daily routine, mm -hmm. you're aligned with him. God is gonna always show you. Sometimes he um sometimes people see their purpose, and I know he showed me mine. And I was reading one of the plans that we had in the Bible app, and he said he's not gonna show you, he'll show you where he's taking you, but he's mm. gonna show you every little, every little light at a time. So every time your footstep, that's another little light he's gonna open up. That's another little light he's gonna open up. A lot of times people look and say, Why am I in the same place? Everybody else moving forward, and I'm stagnant. You're standing because you're not aligning up. Well, you're not looking. You're not looking. You're not looking. You're not opening your eyes. And sometimes they know it and see it, but they don't want to put the discipline in. Living the life. Or you haven't learned what you were supposed to learn to move on either. Right. But how are you gonna learn it if you're if you're not opening up yourself to him? Exactly. You're your heart or your ears. You don't have mm -mm. to read the Bible every day, but are you actually trying to listen to him or are you trying to listen to what's going on in the world? Mm -hmm. The biggest takeaway for me is make him part of your daily routine. If you're trying to get somewhere in life, if you everybody should be trying to evolve and move forward and be the better version of you from last year. Nobody should be in competition with anybody else. It's I want to be the better Monique from 2021. Shelly yep. wants to be better Shelly from 2021 and 2022. She's gonna give you Shelly 3.0. 2023, she's gonna be Shelly, you know. So it's evolving, but it is the life of self-discipline, and that's what I'm noticing as well. We get the best. We produce the best fruit. We do the best work for him once we're disciplined. We have to cut out a lot of stuff and just hone in on what he wants us to do. We want the promise, but we, can't, we don't want to deal with the process. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But the process is where you get your muscle from. Exactly get your strength from the process is where you can have this peace that me and Shelly are talking about knowing whatever happens he got me yeah even if I right. was to go out the car and this my last day here that was what he had for me I did everything that I could do before that that moment came up that I yep. feel like I can do for the kingdom that's my biggest thing I want to make sure I completed all the assignments. I pushed as many people his way that I can in my own little way and my faith walk that once I'm gone, I've done what I can do. All that you can do. All that you, because that's, that's our job. We're supposed to win people to Christ. Yeah. We're supposed yeah. to, we fail, we fail to understand what our job is and what we was here for. We yeah, always want our purpose, our will. And for some reason, we think people think when something happened, oh, God, I'm mad at you. You didn't do right. You didn't do. No, no. 
even when that happens with grief going he is still a purpose in that it's still a plan in that he got a plan for everything that goes on in our life yeah and it's a that's why they have tests inside a testimony everything yep. is a test everything is a test you you pass one sort of test and you're gonna go to another one and you're gonna go to the next one after a while certain things are not gonna bother you but the more you keep leveling up the more you are gonna have interference the more you are gonna have more demons coming after you you're gonna have more people coming after you. you're gonna have more people speaking on your name incorrectly or yeah, the test and the testimony is preparing you for what's about to come your test and your testimony and i noticed that when we go through our tests and our testimony and we go through it the way we supposed to go through it and learn what we supposed to learn that's the next that's another level and like you say new levels new devils always yeah. something because i was praying because i have i have y'all i have a problem with chocolate pray for me <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah and i said not not jesus i know you created chocolate you gave people the idea i said but you know a girl gotta watch this figure i need help yeah i can't do this all myself and what happened my daughter come oh i made some chocolate cooking i said i said devil oh my you is so i said get out get out get move move Sally, <laughs> Sally, was it the chocolate cookies with the caramel drizzle girl yeah I, mm -mm. I said, Lord, i'm so glad i don't stay next to them girl i said jesus oh girl the devil make you want go in the corner and turn into wonder woman and beat the mess out of him oh. i said i'll be coming up here at the wrong time like that don't keep riding up on me with no chocolate chip cookies and stuff and i just asked dog to help me okay. i'll say you good i, I do so he will, he will he definitely will I, I remember when i was going through dieting i was like lord you're gonna have to help me because baby i can't stop pressing wings stop and these people to come bring 10 wings <laughs> and some fries with a butter roll and a brownie on the side then i got so spotted iced tea sweet iced tea why in the world would you need iced tea on top of all that stuff you got monique like really but you but know, you don't even know you done it you have a you okay you you won't even know he was doing it because you look back and like well i ain't just tweets in so long but it's when you come into that reality look yeah. like all hell break out because guess what then your mind shift off the yeah you know having that faith and walking that walk your mind shift and and now you oh my god since i ain't had it all this time and i'm gonna fall again but your mind shift he you'd have got off your game that quick say no yeah. He uses the same thing over and over and over and over, different trick, different time, different, but same stuff. And people don't realize it's the same stuff. Like you say, old bar friends come off the woodwork, all this other stuff when you're trying to do good. You be like, where you come from? I saw you okay. since 1960. What are you doing here? Oh, okay. I see you, devil. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -mm. Go back. Is, this is the trick, huh? This is yeah. the trick. Kick rocks. Go ahead. Go back where you go. Mm -mm. But Look people don't. <laughs> and keep reading that Bible. Keep going. Keep, and you know when you're doing right. Because when you're doing right and yeah. getting in that place, he get angry. He get, oh man, she she reading the Bible more. Wait a minute. Let me throw that monkey wrench. 
And all you gotta do is throw it right back and hit this behind in his eye. Because he ain't not here, not today, Satan. Stay the course. And that's why, you know, when you ask me the question about Christianity, the biggest thing I can tell someone is it has to be a daily thing for you. I remember even Pastor David at Faith Church, he was like, if you think you're going to come in here on Sunday, listen to me for 30 minutes, <laughs> you're praying and this, this, and that, and you're going to be okay. That is not mm -mm. what's happening. He was like, you more jacked up than me. That's why we both in here. Exactly. But we need <laughs> each other, Mo. We need each other. As the yeah. body of Christ, people don't understand. I can't make it without my arm or my leg or my toe. Or my, I can't yeah. make it. We need each other. And everybody's so fixated on hating this and, and don't like you for this and, and this and that. We we need each other. It's a cancer. It's a, what do they call it? I was listening to a podcast and they said, this is the culture of cancel. We cancel. As soon as somebody says something, we feel like it's wrong. We want to cancel that person. Whether it's exactly. a celebrity, whether it's your friend, whether it's your family, a lot of family relationships could be mended by having an actual conversation. A lot of stuff I feel like sometimes, especially with women, your sister could say something to you, but you're just looking at the message or maybe you don't want to take the message in. But I feel it's so big that you have to look at the intent of what the person is saying. Yeah. Why are they telling you this? This is yeah. my sister. She loves me. So she's telling me something that I might not be able to see myself. Right, right, right. And her intention is for me to be better. Her intention is, I know she loves me regardless. So I can't take, or this person can't say, you can't take criticism or what somebody tells you so personal to where, oh, I just want to cancel this person. Oh, I'm done. They said mm -hmm. this, this, and that to me. People have been friends for 10 years. And the person said one thing on that one, one thing, they out of there, and they're done. They cancel. They can't even explain to family members like, why are you talking to that person about? Oh, they said this to me. Mm hey, -hmm. okay, that was the only thing that happened. You couldn't say, hey, I don't like this, or you know, hey, you couldn't work that out. And I and I feel that um, truly sometimes it's just people can't take what the other person's saying. As long as you're saying yes, yes, yes. And everything is all good. You just want people around you telling you that, yes, everything is good, but you have to have people telling you around. No, you did that. And that was jacked up. But one thing people don't, don't talk about is open rebuke, mm -hmm. open rebuke. And God said, you can, you can do that. You can have open rebuke and that's out of love. You yeah. know, I had something on my heart so long for someone that was mistreating me and they used to, it had control. Like, I was so sad. Like, why are they doing that? I've been this great person. You, you, you know, you keep doing it. And it was building up. But mm -hmm. as it was building up and I'm trying to be a better me, I lost and became something else. We right. can't lose ourselves trying to be better. And right. sometimes we do that. We think, oh, we conquered this situation. Oh, we way up here. We never arrive. We got to learn. Every day we learn. Every day. Every, Every day. day. So when I was I was able to tell this person how I feel mm -hmm. and, 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 and I, you know, did an open rebuke, mm -hmm. like the weight had, it came off. And then I was able to love. I was able to forgive the way I was supposed to. I was yeah. able to not stay mad as I used to. 
because we do that. The whole that's what the Holy Spirit did to help us. Yeah. To 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 help us to realize the things that we don't realize at that moment. Yes. And I think in the last few years, I've gotten so much better with communication because I've learned to say, God, you put the words into my mouth. I remember mm -hmm. I was going through um, a custody battle, like back when my son was 12. And I would just be so mad, like every time at a mediation in court, because I felt like the whole thing was so stupid. And like, you know, it just was, it, if you ever been through a custody battle or something like that with the other parent or child support and that stuff, it's so frustrating. It's draining. Mm. And so I remember driving to court and I was like, Lord, if I do this outburst and say all what I want to say, then I'm going to look like the crazy person. And they're going to mm -hmm. be like, I mean, you know, let me let me get this kid. All that old more coming out. They want that yeah. old more to come out, coming out there in that cat suit, but not all of them out. Girl, just see me back. Like, baby, I was like, I'm finna go in there, and I remember um, saying, God, you are gonna have to put the words in my mouth, please. Just and and that's why you see sometimes a lot. I started that prayer from there. God, increase you and decrease me. And I was like, Lord, don't let me show up in there as Monique. Because I didn't have an attorney. I didn't have anybody representing me. I have an associate in legal, but that doesn't make me an attorney. But for some reason, I was like, I don't need an attorney for this. Like, I know, you know, what's going on, what I need to say, and this, this, and that. But at the same time, if I let my flesh go in there, I was going to mess up my own case. And then turn around and have to get an attorney because I couldn't control my mouth. And at that point, those years, I was not that good. So I said, God, you got to put the words in my mouth. Just guide me, Lord. Tell me what I need to say. You know my heart. You know the situation. And you would have to take time off your work and, you know, just do all this crazy stuff. And I remember going in there, sis, and the words just start flowing. Mm, and then I yes, was responding Lord. to the mediator and then I was mm -mm. responding back to his father and then the mediator was responding and I just I can't even tell you all what I said but it was like a flow in the room that everything just started coming mm. together and at the end of that flow he was like yeah you're right you know this, this, that. like we're gonna agree to this and before by the time I came to sis we were on the same page and the mediator was like, well, what happened? Different, you know, and this was she like. Girl, he done did it. He had to did it that quick. Yeah. And so it was like, wow. And, and we left out, you know, talking and just, you know, everything. Mm. And I was like, Lord, glory to God. Like, I know you did that. I'm not going to take no credit for that. I'm going to call my friend and tell what God done did for me because I know I didn't go in that conversation. And before I knew it, we were done. The only thing we needed was our final hearing. We went to the final hearing. I asked God again, you know, say, tell me, put the words in my mouth as, as to what to say. And at that point, praise God, we were already at agreement. And so we walked in there. I thought we was going to be there all day. Girl, that thing was over in five minutes. They was like, okay, you said this and this person that you both agree and boom. That's it. And I was like, Lord, why didn't I call on you before all these proceedings started? Like, mm -mm. Girl, why? you know we, and, and, and that's the biggest takeaway people need to hear us 
about today. Coming to Christ doesn't mean this flesh won't still be flesh. Yes. It means that God would give you a helper. Yes. To help you make them right choices. So if you offend somebody, go apologize. Things you wouldn't have done without him. Yeah. So you still gonna be you still that flesh is still gonna be there fighting against you. But who you are is really revealed when you come to Christ. Like I say, the spirit, because your spirit, you are spirit. This is not who we are. Beautiful. And every time people say, Oh, I look, you know, we have to look like Christ. They, he don't mean that this is how Christ look. This is yeah. not Christ. Christ is in us. Yes. And that's what we need to look like. Exactly. And God is love. I always say that. Mm-hmm. You know, they ask about, oh, you know, how you feel about LGBT or how you feel about this person. I don't feel no kind of way because God was love. He loved everybody. Everybody. And he said, they're going to know who you are and know who you serve by the way you're living your life, by the way by you love fruits. people, by the way you, your fruits, by the way you love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. I said the biggest thing was to die for your friend, to give your life in sacrifice for somebody who was your friend, not even your blood, but because you were standing up for what was right out of love. Yep. So I hate to tell people back then was the same thing now. Did they know that? If they read the Bible, they're going to see how they was back then. Like everything that's happening now was back then. LGBT, they had that many letters, but that was back then. Yeah. All that people marrying bigamy, bigot, I mean, um, what is that when you have more than one wife? Um, um, polygamous. Polygamous. All that was back then. Yeah, but they, if they read the Bible, they will see nothing has changed. Is this a different era? The era's changed, yes. but the same that still apply. Mm-hmm. And people read romance novels, and you read all these mysteries. And all, read the Bible; it's juicy. It has all that in it. it Girl, juicy, down. I be at work on the edge of my seat, listening to the Audible, the Bible on the Audible plan or the Bible app. Be like, what? Me too, girl. I be reading. I'm like, God, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. They knew better. They they knew better. Why they? Why he did that? Girl, you know how you holler at the TV, honey, talking to girl. I had to stop myself. Like, Lord, you at work, girl. You need to listen to this when you get home. But if you stop and think, if God is in control. Nothing is not happening that he is not in control about. Right. That's what people got to understand. If that happened, he knew he in control. He yeah. allowed things to happen for a reason. Yeah. He could stop anything. He could anything he want to stop. But yeah. some things have to happen. It definitely does. It the has whole, to. The whole New Testament they kept referring back to the Old Testament, so that you can know that he was the Messiah. That you yep. can know that, um, who was that? Uh, I think they said Jeremiah or one of the prophets, like Jesus, everything, his bones wasn't going to be crushed, but he was going to come for us, not a bone be broken. Yeah. And it was what the prophet said. So everything, Matthew, Luke, all them put, they came, they referred back to the Old Testament telling you 
this all this had to happen for Jesus mm-hmm. to die and rise again. This has already been set in stone. Already. And, and so every time something happens, it's the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. So tell me one of your favorite Bible verses. Um, Psalms twenty three is my best friend. Mm. And 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 Psalms ninety one. Yes, I Victor love them too. It's built on ninety one, right? Isn't it? Yes, yeah. I mean, because you got to remember the Lord is your shepherd. Yes, and you shall not want. So every day I claim that, you know, before you get out of bed, as soon as you open your eyes, before you hit the ground, thanking God that you're alive because somebody didn't wake up. So if he if you wake up, he ain't done with you. That's right. So now we got to see what we got to do today, what he want us to do. But yeah, I the Lord is my shepherd. I say, I shall not want for nothing today. I'll have all my needs going to be met. I am blessed and highly favored. Yes. And Lord, I thank you for all the promises, blessings, and miracles that you have for me this day. And yes. I receive it and I believe it. In the name of Jesus. Yes, well, sis, we have come to the end. I want to thank you so, so much for being on the show. And, you know, we just gel and have so much fun together. We do, Mo, we do. <laughs> I definitely want to make sure we had this time. You guys look out for Shelly on Facebook. She's such an awesome, supportive friend. And that's to everyone. I mean, I feel special because it's me and it's my sister. But I look on her Facebook page and her ministry. Uh, my friend would call it ministry. Her ministry is, baby, she leaves the most best supportive comments and quotes. She sends me prayers every day. She even put on Facebook such a source of encouragement such a source of love and it, and this is daily i mean she don't miss a beat i can go on her page or i can see somebody else's page where she left a comment telling them it's okay and god love you and, and this was great or you know just put in the sweetest stuff and it stands out because it's so much negativity sometimes it's so much you know little shade or you know oh this person really ain't but I mean, Shelly comes on there every time. And if she's giving you a comment, it's love. It's all love. And so I just yep. thank you for that. And I, and I thank you for more. Y'all got the testimony too. So y'all better come out and support my girl. She, she <laughs> doing it. Every testimony. Every if she don't say her personal one is transparent. These <laughs> testimonies is take away down, girl. I'm telling you, Jesus is there. This lady of God, this woman of God, it, she came into my life, and I'm so grateful and humble because she pulled into me. You know, she gave me this platform to talk about the things that God had inside me, and I'm so thankful. And I'm going to be doing my own personal podcast. You know, right now I'm on um, every morning on the radio station, girl, WB, I mean, with um, uh, wait, um the trend, the trend. The holiday WB, the trend with Jason Clark and Linda Covington and carrying them. I mean, I'm on the comment side of things, but we became a family. It's like I say, okay, God, you opening up another avenue every every day, Monday through Friday. 
you know, it's just a blessing. I mean, oh, and, and your day up for a stellar award. So we awesome. always want to um be a blessing. Y'all, yeah. we God don't bless us to be stingy. He yeah. blessed us to be a blessing, and y'all gotta know we are blessings. Yeah. And that sounds like a praise report, ma'am. I was gonna ask you for a praise report, but uh sound like you doing your thing. You got the opportunities of the avenues. I'm so excited. And she's gonna drop a podcast or she's working on a project similar to that. We'll hear from her soon. And when she does, I hope to have you back on, sis. So you know, you can launch it and let our listeners know too on projects that you're working on. So they can go of course, and definitely of course. send me the link um, for the radio station that you mentioned. I'll put it inside the episode description. So yeah, the, it's the Trend Morning Show with Jason Clark. And then, like I said, it's on every morning, Monday through Friday. Um, he come on at eight o'clock. Facebook, I can send you the like more so you can come up because I'm, I'm quite sure, you know, yeah. sometimes they're looking for guests. Because I told them about the testimony too. So they're yeah. looking for guests to come on sometime and talk about the community and stuff. And you are well known out here. Out, well, I'm sorry. You ain't in Missouri. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you in that East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> you on that East Coast. But Jesus is everywhere. Thank you, y'all. Hallelujah. <laughs> Man, I'm so grateful. Um, even with my my store, like I saw one girl from Africa, she was trying to check out, and I only I only have it domestic, and I was like, man, God, how did I reach Africa? Like, thank you so much. And you know, YouTube and stuff, you get people from all over. So I just I praise God for it, and this is my work for God. Like, this is my faith without work is dead. So that's Tuesday testimony. It's going to be up here every Tuesday, regardless of whatever project I'm working on. So I'm just like people like you supportive and other people. And I just can't wait to see what else God has for you. Girl, he got his bags of tricks for me with my name on it. You know him. <laughs> with my name on it. With my name on it, girl. <laughs> it, it's like it's like you don't work for the world. You're working in reverse. You work for Jesus now. Y'all got to remember that. That's yeah. that just look at Jesus as your supervisor, your manager. He 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 pays you, you work for him, you do what yeah. you gotta do, and like that. That's, that's your job. Yep. Just move in obedience and God knows your heart. And one thing uh Sarah Jakes always say, if you're doing something before you do something, check yourself. Am I doing it for me or to be known or for my ego, or am I doing this for Christ? Self inventory down. And if it's not for him, leave it alone. Leave mm. it alone. So you don't have to work that, that with Jesus in it. You don't have to work that hard. Not no. that hard. Mm-mm. So true. it just goes natural. Well, more I enjoy my time. Oh my God, that that time goes so fast. But yes, mm, 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 mm. thank you, thank sis. you so I much. And this will be up on Tuesday. I'll okay. Stuff. I love you. Have a great day. You too. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. This is the closing of the show. If you guys have any praise reports or any questions uh, for me or for Shelly, please leave it in the comments or send us an email at Tuesday Testimony Podcast at Gmail, and I will be sure to answer them on the next Tuesday episode. Keep God first and the rest will follow. Peace. See you next Tuesday.